You're listening to 128, a podcast about spiritual maturity, real people, real talk, real life. Hey everyone, welcome to 128, based on Colossians chapter 1, verse 28, which says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. This is a podcast where uh, we interview those who are spiritually mature in order to glean from their lives some insights that we can apply toward our own growth process. Today, I have the privilege of interviewing Tavi and Esther Kaups, both originally from Estonia, now U.S. citizens, incredible believers, uh, recently celebrated 62 years of marriage together. You're going to hear some clinking as the uh, interview goes along, and that's because when I walked through the door, the table was decked out for coffee and uh, and cookies. Tavi was very concerned that my coffee never run low and that I always have a cookie on my plate, and so you'll hear some of that dishware, but uh, I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation about life and faith. Hey everyone, it's my privilege to be here with Tavi and Esther Kaups, two of the most lovely <laughs> saints you'll ever meet in your life. And I mean that genuinely. Um, Tavi is 94 years young as of July 22nd, and right. Esther is going to be 90 in December. And let me just say, you wouldn't know it. Um, they are incredibly clear and sharp, and they have been believers for a long time. They just celebrated their 62nd wedding anniversary on July the 5th. Mm-hmm. And um, these are mature saints. Now, uh, I am a pastor, but uh, I am also a PK. A PK means a pastor's kid. And I am sitting across from two <laughs> PKs because both of their fathers were pastors. And get this, they were actually in the same seminary in Estonia. And uh, and uh, this is many, many years ago. And so I'm surrounded by some beautiful black and white photographs and just, just an amazing thing. So I am so excited to have a conversation with Tavi and Esther, a little bit about their own spiritual journey, how they came to faith. Um, and then also, these are spiritually mature saints. And as they reflect on their journey to spiritual maturity, because nobody becomes a Christian and suddenly we're mature in Christ. Like it doesn't work that way. It takes time. But um, just to learn from their lesson and learn from their own spiritual maturity to see what lessons we can apply to our lives. And so Tavi and Esther, let me just start by saying thank you so much for your time. Thank you. We are so happy you could come and feel at home. Oh, I do feel at home. Yes. So I've got to tell everyone, uh, when I walked in, the table was decked out. We got cookies, we got water, we got coffee, and uh, this is this is uh, uh, hospitality. I gotta say, just at, at its best. And um, these are uh, these are just incredibly lovely people. Okay, so I know there. I happen to know that there are some pretty amazing stories um, that go along with your journeys. For instance, I know that um, there was an escape from Estonia by boat across the sea, the Northern Sea, um, 
really at night and by emergency as the communists were coming in to Estonia. In 1944. In 1944. 23rd of September. Oh, my goodness, the 23rd of September. And that was quite a uh, memorable yes. night and excursion. Yeah. But we left at the same time. But we also went to the island. Yeah. And the following night, we sailed across 180, well, around 180 miles. 180 miles sailing across the water. Yeah. To escape. Mm -hmm. To escape, 180. And... Uh, My goodness. And But they, had in a motorboat, there was a coastal fishing boat that they had. And they had 13 people on yes. board. We had 17 on board, but we were close. Uh, yacht was closed and it sailed though. It had no engine in. So here's here's just a little uh, insight. So Tavi and Esther didn't meet until they were in Chicago and didn't realize. I mean, they, when they met, they suddenly discovered, oh wait, our parents like were in Estonia. They escaped really kind of the same time, but on different boats. Oh yes. Right? And yes. so it was, it's like this parallel exodus and this journey. Did you both go to Sweden? Yes. So yeah, both were in Sweden. Sweden, Sweden was Sweden. neutral. And Sweden was neutral. This is 1944. Mm -hmm. um, so the war isn't quite finished yet, 1944. No. Um, and, then, and then what year did you wind up coming to the U.S.? 1947 for us, our family. 1947 for Esther and her family. And uh, I came 1949. 1949. Three years later. And um, uh, Esther, you had mentioned that your father was this humble man. He was this incredible pastor. Yes. How many siblings uh, were in your house? How many brothers and sisters? Four. Four. And uh, and how, a boy, girl, girl, boy, boy? Three girls and my little brother. Three girls and your little brother. And which order of the three girls are you? Are you uh, oldest, middle? Second, middle. Second, mm -hmm. second oldest. And uh, did you come to faith as a girl in Estonia? Yes, or? I was 13. 13 years old. My dad baptized me. Oh, my goodness. And was it a, um, you know, 13 years old is certainly old enough to know what you're yes. doing. Yes. Was it, you know, in some ways, in growing up in a house of believers, and your parents were believers and strong yes. believers. Yes. In some ways, you get to see Jesus every day. In yes. other ways, the struggle is, is this cultural or is this real? Is this for me? It is real. And Very so... It's been real. Yeah, it's been real. Like when you did it, you were like, you meant it. And it was a, so was that, was that a difficult decision for you at 13? Was it an easy no, decision? No, I had already come forward because every winter they would have special time or certain uh, week. It was for that purpose. Oh, so they had a special week that you could come forward? Yes, they made say, a special deal. Oh, okay. And uh, so many times I had already gone forward, but I didn't receive peace mm. or happiness. Mm. It was just, it's okay. I just went forward because your dad yeah. said, come on. And everybody yeah. who feels like I wanted to, but I wasn't like, I did not receive the feeling that I was surely saved. Right. Saved, yeah, child of God. I, you know, it was all familiar, but didn't have a joy. Mm. What, uh, what changed one day? Because you know, you go forward, you go forward, and then it's like, well, yeah, I went forward. It was kind of empty. Went forward. Yes. But... We usually had 
quite a few young people, older people who came, who went to our church. It's usually a, it was called a happy church. Mm -hmm. People loved to sing. And instead, when they came in, older people start singing. So it was a singing, happy church. Some got even excited and clapped their hands. Sure, yeah, yeah. We like, we like clapping. <laughs> yes, and really happy. Uh, so we were used to that. And and uh, you said you'd gone forward, you'd gone forward. Yeah. Um, it kind of didn't take, and then one one time it did. It did. And the difference was what for you? You felt a change on the inside? It felt this change and inside. Yeah, it's I hard felt, to describe, right? It is hard to describe, but, but I felt happy and relieved mm. that this is the time I am going to be a child of God. God. Yes, exactly. And, and so you gave over control of your life. Yes. And obviously not every time was going to be happy after that, especially no. if you're, you wind up escaping in 1944. <laughs> yes. Um, by the way, uh, so 1940, how many, how long after you accepted you became a follower of Jesus. You accept you accepted Christ. How long after that decision was 1944 that it you had was, to leave? It was um, the same winter uh, or spring when it was uh, this uh, time I was baptized. Okay, so the same that spring. And uh, was baptism? Did that come later? No, after? no, that came. Uh, yeah. When I accepted the Lord was in March. So the same year that you yes. come to faith in Christ yes. is the same year you have to flee your home. Yes. And uh, did you find that, okay, wait a second, I have Jesus in my heart and you're a baby Christian, mm -hmm. right? You're like, you're just, you see your parents' faith and they're going, yeah. you're going to be okay. But I mean, this is cover of darkness fleeing. Yes. Like this is, this is yes. radical escape. Because of, uh, of what was coming, did you find that Jesus really helped you in that moment? Because you're a brand new believer. Yes, yes. But I hardest it was to leave our doggy. I loved our dog. So it was hard to leave your dog. <laughs> yes, and right. everything we just barely had anything room for any. Yeah, you took things. everything you had. It was literally what you could carry, right? What, what we could be. carry. There wouldn't be any room. And I know you guys were. So with all those miles, 180 miles, yes. right? At but sea. we we got into terrible storm, and we couldn't go forward. Mm -hmm. So with the boat just carried us back to Finland. So did you find yourself in that moment, kind of that moment where you were just like, okay, Lord, yes, Jesus, we all here I am. And yes. So as everyone was praying, and here you are, a brand new Christian. Yes, I was quite, praying. That is quite a introduction. It is. To to following to Jesus. The, exactly. Right? Yes. I mean, you're, you're, you had to depend on Jesus yes. physically. Physically. Almost immediately. Almost immediately, yes. Did that set a, a tone for you? Yes. Moving forward? Yes, it definitely did. This idea, because you, is that because you kept remembering? Like, oh, oh I, yes. I had to depend on, on him here and he got me through. And so when the yes. next hard time came, you were able to yes. pull uh, on that faith the, journey? The whole boat full was nearly all Christians. Mm -hmm. Some little older. Yeah. One or a Sunday school teacher. Another one was also Christian. A lot of the Christians were fleeing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Estonian 1944. Yes. For, some of, uh, for some of you who are listening, which you may not realize, is that well, for the last 15 to 20 years, 
Estonia has been ranked uh, one of the most atheistic places on the planet. Yes. And um, and so there's been an underground church in Estonia, um, but um, and before World War II, um, there was there was a, a a great church presence. Yes, there was. But it was a it was a Estonia never really fully recovered, and the Christians had to flee because. Satan really was on the move. It wasn't just oh, the yes. armies, but it was like this demonic horde coming yes. in to lock out yes. Christ out of a country. Yeah, that was one of the reasons. Yes, uh, if you you were deported to Siberia, mm -hmm. work, work. Yeah, you did not want to be deported to Siberia for sure. That's it. No, 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 no. Especially me, <laughs> because I, I spoke out Yeah, what was on my mind. Yeah. I got already in trouble. We had. <laughs> so you were an outspoken young teen. Yes. And that could really get you into a world of hurt, especially yes. at that time. Yes. Tommy, how about you? So you were raised in Estonia. You fled 180 miles to Sweden yes. by boat. Our boat. Um, were you a believer at that time? No, I you was not. not. So I your father not. was a pastor. And even though you were raised in the environment, you were like, that's not really for me. No, right. I was not. I did not become a Christian until I was thirty-one years old. Until you were thirty-one, and what was the hang-up? Why? Why? What was? What do you think? Well, the hang-up was one of us because we were we had to go to the church. Yeah. Well, we were good at counting the pages and the song numbers and the songbook and Whatever. the window frames. <laughs> yeah. And, and the window panes and so forth, and the ceiling boards. And <laughs> we were good at counting. My brother, the one who stayed now, he was uh, he was also an engineer from Minnesota. Uh -huh. And uh, two engineers, huh? When you came to US, well, I was. Uh, yeah. How many? How many siblings? There were four. Oh, four of you. Four. Okay, also four. We had. We had a matching. Okay, so three boys, one girl. Three boys. Or they and had one three girl. girls, one boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And uh, and two of you became engineers, is that right? You, you yes, and your brothers yes, since yes. passed. What yeah. order are you in the family? Are you the oldest, the middle oldest? oldest the I was the oldest. Boy? I was the oldest. You're the so, oldest boy. Yeah. I decided, and this is very important because the I felt that the, the faith had to be the same. I I was forced to go to church, my dad. Yeah. Your dad was the pastor, right? Like you're going to go. Uh, you go, and so, it could be boring as all get out. And you're like, okay, let me. By the way, when you say, "I knew the number of ceiling tiles," I knew <laughs> the number. I can totally relate to that. You know, because you, uh, if you're not, you just, especially if you're not a believer, you just you zone out, right? And as a boy, it's a my boy. father had this famous thing called the pinch, where um, we would sit in the same row, and if my, if my head started to like do one of these, you know, kind of lull forward because yes. I was getting bored. Oh. My dad's arm reached just so that it would touch my shoulder and pinch me wide awake. And my sister in the meantime would sit just beyond me, which meant she would actually lay out sometimes and sleep on the pew. Yeah. And, uh, and I would get so mad that she didn't get into trouble. And uh, <laughs> But I totally know what you mean. So you uh, how old were you when you crossed uh, uh, the Northern Sea? Well, I was 18. You were 18 years yeah, old. I was 18 years old. So these are pretty, fr I mean, you know, anyway, most people remember high school. So I mean, mm -hmm. these are these are memories that, 
Oh, I don't remember high school very well. But you remember? I remember even the grade school, and I remember all way back in the in the town when my dad was a minister. So, so eighteen. Um, your dad. It sounds like was a different type of minister than Esther. Exactly, father. he was kind of very strict. More and, a legalist. Yeah, one of the leaders. He was. Well, his brother was the head of the. Uh, Historian Baptist. Baptist Union. Okay, got it. So your your father's brother was the head of the Baptist Union. Uh -huh. Your father was a pastor, yes. a little bit more strict, a little less uh, grace. He was, yeah, he was very, so they had. And where Esther, your father was humble, lots of grace. That yes, kind of thing. I understand. Yeah, and so here you are. You're 18. You you get across. You get across to Sweden. Yes. Um, you're going to be in Sweden for about three years, right? You said to forty. No, you're there till 49. I, I came in 1949. So were you in Sweden from 44 to 49? Yeah, 44, 49. I was in Sweden. I went to high school and finished high school with a Swedish uh, matriculation exam. My goodness. So and, uh, for the listeners, just so that you, uh, everyone knows, Tavi and Esther speak multiple languages. So they've not only been in the U.S. for a very, very long time, but they speak Estonian. They speak German with me. They speak Swedish. Um, uh, Dutch. They speak Dutch. I mean, <laughs> the list. They speak far more languages than the languages I could ever well, uh, English. Yeah, I, I would have a little bit of Finnish. Finnish as well? Finnish is uh, very related to Estonian. It is. And they're actually mm -hmm. closest uh, in terms yeah. of distance across. Mm -hmm. okay. You see, a lot of Finns will vacation in Tallinn. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of historians are back in Finland. So. Yeah. So you, there you are, you're in Sweden, you're 18. You don't come to faith until you say you were 31. Was it wrong? 31. So um, you're with your family, and they're all, you, you're observing them all rely on God. Mm -hmm. You're kind of going, well, God or no God, whatever. I'm just trying to make my way through. Um, what was it like for you during that? time and just spiritually i mean yeah. was it was it uh was it lonely were most of your siblings also not believers was it how was well it? there were two, two 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 factors one was they were very much peace oriented they were in the baptist student house when i was when i went to the university it was a baptist student house and i actually Wisconsin. lived there but they were very much peace-minded. 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 Yeah. And so just get along. Yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of poo-pooed. They were socially-minded. I got it. So it felt, it felt like, okay, you're just trying to make the world a better place this way. There's lots of ways to make the world a better yeah, place. So I'll just find my own way. Yeah, I'll find my own way. Got it. So then I also met her, and she said one of the conditions for us, and yes. that's very important, is to have my faith also resuscitated. And I'm sure your first conversation could not have been, if you want to marry me, you have to know Jesus. That can't be your first question. How, how soon did the subject of faith come up between you? Third time we met. The third time. The third right. day. The second day. Second, no, the second time. time. Second, second time. time. Because well, he asked uh, me to marry it on the second time. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> yes. Tavi asked Esther to marry him on their second, second date. 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 
when he wow. came when he came that is a to bold it. engineer you were building bridges <laughs> just, my goodness yes so brave <laughs> very brave well uh, but also he was smart. well i knew the, i knew the family i had met the older sister and younger sister uh -huh. i had not met the brother and uh yes. but i knew the family yeah they were i knew the family because they had been uh, already visiting our well, yeah, oh, your, parents, your parents went to seminary yeah, together. They went to seminary from 1922 to 1925. Yeah. By the way, this is one of the photos I'm looking at, right? This is 1922 yes, to 1925. Yes, 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 yes. It's a yes. picture of these seminary students with instruments in their hands. Well, there's um, orchestra. There's some ladies from the town. And this is one of those. I love these pictures. I love <laughs> pictures that let you see directly into the past in my head. I fill in all no, the colors. They, yes. But they and, went uh, there. There was, was only one class. One class because Estonians did not need it every year. Right. Didn't have well, so enough. It was Yeah. To, right. So it's a, to go through a seminary in Estonia. Um, let me come back to this. So second date, Esther, you're a believer and you have learned to rely on God. And there you have this example of your parents and your father, and you you know this kind of gracious yes, but uh, I, following uh, of Jesus. The problem, though, that uh, in Estonians, like you said, if they can manage without God, they can manage. Got it. If they can manage without God, they can manage. By the way, yes. that's the attitude that a lot of people have. I don't think it's just Estonian. The main that's... thing is they have to get education and they have to work. Got it. If yeah. you have education and work, you've yeah. made it in life. Exactly. Those are the two right. important things. And because of that, there are hundreds of families. The wives are Christian, born again. Yes. But husbands are not. Because the husbands feel like, I did my job. Yeah. And But yet everybody wrestles with those questions of so. meaning and significance. Yeah. It's just that it's easier to distract yourself if you have work and you think you've, you've made yeah. it. Yeah. And, it's and the humility part, right? It's That's... the humility. Estonians are pretty proud. Mm -hmm. They got to have job. They never go out asking for money. Mm -hmm. That is so... That would be beneath them. Right? Very beneath Okay, so them. you're on your second date. I'm good, Tony. Thank you. You're on your second date. Um, and uh, by the way, for the listeners who wonder just what happened, Tavi was pointing at some of the snacks here at the table <laughs> trying to get me to eat some more. All right, I'll take one more cookie. Um, and... Uh, here you are, and Esther goes, look, I'm not going to marry someone who doesn't know Jesus. It's just, it's not going to happen because he means so much to me. Yes. And so, uh, Tavi, you got to figure this thing out. Like, you got to figure out your relationship with God. Does that, Tavi, for you, now you're motivated, obviously, to at least Somewhat. begin the search, right? Because part of the challenge is... Uh, are you settling to not live with God or are you starting your search for God? Can you talk to me about how you started to ask questions about faith again? And how did you become a Christian at 31? Yes. Well, first I, of all, uh, excuse me, say he was smoking, drinking. His lifestyle reflected somewhere. Yeah, and sure. so he gave that up quite easily. Oh, so yes. okay. that came first? Yes. Okay. Oh, so you you thought first I'm going to stop doing bad things. Yeah, that's just a bad. What? But that's still not translating. No. no. So for you, was it engineer's mind? 
was it I'll stop this and see how it goes, then I'll do this? Or Tommy, what was the process for you of coming to faith? Yeah. My how did I come to faith? Because I was also to the Estonian camp, the church where Estonian church in Vancouver, Canada. British in Canada, British Columbia. British Columbia in BC. And uh, they went I out was to driving. the camp and I was praying with my brother in law. Uh-huh. The youngest sister, they were married. And he and was also a pastor. He was also a pastor. <laughs> you're surrounded by pastors and a girlfriend who's a believer. It's like, and you're going to a Christian camps now and you're stopping. Well, I, I, well I, I was I, driving. My face was already. He didn't even know how to drive. You were already familiar, though. Oh, yeah. Clearly, yeah. I was gospel. familiar with the terms. But, but talk to me about the internal struggle. Yeah. Well, I, I did not decide. Well, it was finally 4 o'clock in the morning. I decided for the Lord. At four in the morning. Four yeah. in the morning. Okay, you can't, you can't just throw that out there. At four <laughs> yes. in the morning, I was, like how, what was the battle for Yes, you? I would like to. The battle was the, just giving up my life mm. the way I was to living a godly life. Wow. So really, if, for you, as you were thinking through it, you were thinking, do I really want to give me up? For yes. Jesus. Yes. Yes. It was yes. really harder for him. That and was the a, hardest. That was the hardest decision I had made. That is such a, uh, yes. an important thing for yes. our listeners to know because I think that's really one of the hardest things: is am I willing to give me up for Jesus? And yes. to, to wrestle through that yes. is so that's important. Yes. But I, also that people around you who are praying for you. Because you, because you, as you said, you were praying for him. I was right? praying, but not people didn't really know. Oh well, pastors. Oh, they he, assumed you were a Christian. Yeah, right? yeah this, ah. it was assumed. Assumed, you know, everybody well, knows so that. They weren't asking you about no. whether you. I'm good. I'm good. About yeah. whether you need Jesus. Yes, no. You're so sweet, Tommy, because you keep looking to see if like, can you get me some more? I promise you, I'm in great shape. He is so caring. He's very caring. Yes, He's, you married a good man. That's what I noticed. (laughs) Okay, so 31, uh, 27, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you get married, and uh, and now you have this journey of faith together. Yes. Having just celebrated your 62nd anniversary, Anniversary. (laughs) what has been the most um, valuable lesson you've learned to get in? For, for what it means to follow Jesus together. Yes. Yeah, well, follow one is the simple thing is not to get mad at the same time. <laughs> That's helpful. That's a practical tip, right? It's Don't get mad at the helpful. same time. So it's if one simple. person's mad, that's not a good time for you to escalate, right? Do uh, do you guys pray together? Because you've yes. been going. You're one of the most faithful people, like as, just as a family and a couple, to God that you know. We always pray together. So was that was that a habit from early on? We that you decided you would pray together. Yeah, I had. Well, it. we 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 always have prayed together. This has always been the but, uh, uh, from the beginning. So so you uh, you guys are together, but you're praying together now because you're both believers. You know, life has a lot of ups and downs. Yes, and. Um, what were some like? Obviously, you you were growing in faith as well. Yeah. Again, you were neither you were a baby Christian. Right? I was a baby, baby well, Christian. Well, I was in an old fashioned 
And I was also a baby Christian. Yes. Yeah. And, and Esther, you weren't a baby Christian, but you were, would you not have called yourself a mature Christian at that time? It, or what would you have said? Not really, because when we came to America, it didn't yeah. have Christian friends. Okay. So the community of faith became yes. very important to and the development. Yes. The, um, uh, at the farm, Estonians who escaped always got together. Mm. We had a... There's a sub-community out there yes, of these yes. Christians and, and these uh, Estonians. So here you are, you've traveled the world as a family mm -hmm. um, and lived in different places. Um, you've had a very successful career as an engineer. Yes, and, um, and he was gone most of the time. Right. Well, most because of the time. Of, to right. me, it seemed like most of the time. It seemed like he was gone most of the time. Yes. But most really, of the time. You, you, were work, like, you were out yes. working, and so you were trying to raise kids. And yes. Not easy, and a but part of the, the development of it, though, was yes. finding a community yes. of faith that could help you yes. uh, grow. Um, when, what would you both say was one of the, the biggest transformations God needed to do in you? That as you look back, you go, oh, I was this way, mm -hmm. but I'm different now. Mm -hmm. This is what God had to, to do in my life. Well, one was the patience. 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 You know, it's so funny because I think of you as such a patient person. You're saying uh, that had to be developed. Patient person. Well, I didn't get also angry very. Wow. Yeah. That's See, I would have never in a million years guessed that you ever struggled with patience or anger. Yes. Uh, because the, 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 the toddy that I know is one of the most patient people I've ever met. And I can't even imagine you angry. Uh, just be honest with you. <laughs> well, so, I can, I can, I have learned to be patient. So I had lots of boyfriends. Yeah, they were not Christians. So God was developing in you a sense of yes commitment. Commitment. Uh, when I see him, I have to be Christian. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. So what you're saying is you actually struggled with the yes. What, am I just being something for yes. you? Yes. To fulfill something in me that yeah, I to have to be is the insecurity and the ability exactly. to play at faith. And I go, no, to I'm going to be genuine about this and not yes. just play at it. Totally um, get that. And it, just in terms of a consistency, consistency. of faith. I so, did not have it. Exactly. So you learned a consistency of faith. Whenever I saw him, Got it. I was a Christian. Otherwise, well, they were mostly Lutheran. And right. Estonian Lutherans, if they go to church twice a year, that's good. Got it. Oh, yeah. That's... So you played around with just being I... inconsistent because yes. you felt like you had excuses. Exactly. To be inconsistent. I had. Got it. You so, you know, the... What's so funny is I would have never dreamt mm -hmm. that you would have struggled with inconsistency. Yes, I did. And um, and that's just a really beautiful thing that God has brought you guys both to this place where he's yes. helped you work through all that. As you look at young believers, yes. so people who are growing in faith, yeah. and if you were to, to give them a piece of advice and just say, hey, listen, let me help you. This is this yes. is just one older saint giving another young saint who's developing some advice. Let me, <laughs> let me save you some pain in the process. I'll say, say, everybody should be the another was the wife and their husband should believers, both believers in God. 
Okay, so the first thing is make sure you're both believers in God. Yeah. Going just, in the same direction. Yeah, same he direction. said that is the best decision he made. And that's the most, so the first piece of advice is make sure if you're in a relationship yes. that you are both moving in the same direction. Spiritually. Spiritually. That's important. Is there another, is there another uh, tip you would give to people who are developing in faith and they're trying to figure it out? Like maybe they, they just come to faith in Jesus and they're like, they're starting to come to church and they're, uh, they're learning how to pray. They're like, is, is scripture play a high role? Does Scripture, like, what, yes. what are some disciplines you think that they need? Or any well, you can talk to God any time, yeah. any which way. You don't have to get so beautifully. Oh, I love that. Because yeah. it's a relationship. It is yeah, a, relationship. It's a relationship. So that relationship means you can talk to him as you are. Yeah, yes, you, you are. Can, you have to you let can the just say a few words. Yeah. And the God will hear that. And you can say it without having to put on a flower yes. speech or pretend to be something you're not. Yes. And so just, so would you say that um, people who are struggling would, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you tell me if, if this is close right. to, to what yeah. you think, but that, hey, don't be pretentious about it. Just be, just be as you are and walk close with Jesus. Talk to him as you are. That's good. That's right. And that genuineness will bring you along. You'll you develop. have doubts. You have doubts, and I have had doubts. Yeah. But God shows a way. God shows always to be a believer. Yeah. Then I pray quickly. Yeah. The Lord gives me even what I should talk about. Yeah. The chapter, what am I going to say? Say, and I'm saying the night before I got to think of something, and I've talked before. I said I haven't, I don't have anything to say, and the friends have said, "Look, you came up, and the Lord bring something out of my heart because I know the Lord." Oh, I hope I hope our listeners are really tuning into this that the the. You can you can make yourself sick with worry. Yes. Wondering what you're going to say. Yes. Or how you're going to present something. But if you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit. And that the whole Holy thing Spirit of brings just, you. just trust. Yes. When you get up, he'll bring exactly. you the right words. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because I, he has a sense of timing. And he sense? likes to use your uniqueness. Yes. And, and I surprised myself. Do you do you like you like you hear yourself yes. and you're like wow where did that come from yes. that's pretty good it is <laughs> and it just comes out without stopping yeah and the Holy Spirit does wonders in your life you have to have the Holy Spirit in you otherwise yeah. you can't get it that's right and and to rely on that Holy yes. Spirit I think one of the things that you're saying that is just so key is and really when you put both of these principles together. Yes. Of be unpretentious, be as you are, come to him as you are, but also yes. trust him exactly. for those moments. I live in the Midwest, and there's something in the Midwest called a Midwestern goodbye, which is you say a goodbye multiple, multiple times, and just as soon as you say goodbye, someone says something else, and it extends a little further. And so uh, I, the cops and I had a great Midwestern goodbye, and so that's why. 
there's not a goodbye on there, but uh, I, uh, I absolutely conveyed to them how much we appreciate it and love them and, and uh, how valuable they are to the kingdom of God. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. I certainly enjoyed having the conversation. In the meantime, keep growing.